Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Everybody expected last year's success to just pop right off again. It's like, no, nah, we got to build it up. But I do love that we had some adversity. We had some sudden change uh, moments, especially when Jalen fumbled the one and the defense. We just went out there. We didn't even blink. You know, I just felt like the guys, that's already a great start for me. I know we're going to get things uh, fixed. And the whole goal is to get the win, especially on the road. And so I think uh, we did what we were supposed to do in those moments uh, when we needed to rise up. And, you know, I was, I was very proud of just the resilience we had. They did what they had to do, and they got to win. Welcome on in Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Gillow, Elliott in for Hugh today. Of course, Kyle Quinn behind the glass, 215-592-9494. We got some big guests today. Nick Sirianni joins the show next hour. Howard Eskin, Ross Tucker. Good morning, Elliott. Man, football guys talking about a football game. We got another one in a few days. So we do. It's a, it's a beautiful, uh, beautiful week. And the weather cooled off a little bit, so I feel better getting my pumpkin coffee now. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, great. I do think it should be a rule that once week one starts, like no more temperatures over 80s. I like low agree. 70s. That's what we need right now. Hoodies, light jackets, yep. pumpkin spice, and football. We're not going to agree on everything, Dave, but we agree on that. And and here's one thing. I'm not sure. We'll see if we agree. But I, I, I think I disagree with a lot of what I heard the last couple days, including – Myself, because I always feel like the day after the game or right after the game, you're in the emotion of the game. And then yeah. you kind of settle Get your down. your 24 hours yeah. to just, just, just say whatever you want. Right. And that's what WIP is for. And, and now that that's passed, and now we're more than 24 hours from the game. Elliot, I think the reaction to the game and the win, which I, I have to remind myself at times, they won that game on Sunday, has been over the top. Like, I, I on the um, pregame show on Sunday, I, I said I thought they could lose this game. I, I said I thought they would lose the game. I expected a choppy game. I was worried about the coordinator switch and five new players on defense. And now that I kind of removed myself from it, I'm just thinking about the reaction on WIP for the past, you know, 30-something hours. It's been mostly negative. Mm -hmm. I, I can't think of a win that people have been this down about in a long time. And I do think that as a whole, we are overreacting to a win. Look, it's not easy to win road games. Last year, they had a lot of road wins that weren't super impressive, but they did it, right? They beat the Lions in week one. They had a really weird, choppy win against the Cardinals in like week five last year that we kind of forget now. Yeah. Those were not good. Well, the Lions were a decent team. The Cardinals were not a good team, but they were road wins in the NFL. And I don't know what the Patriots are. They might be decent. Maybe they're actually pretty good. We'll see as time goes on. But that win on Sunday, it wasn't pretty, but they got the win. And they did have a lot of good things happen Like we've just kind of glossed over. I mean, their two defensive tackles played great. Their corners, especially Darius Slay, I mean, made a big play. And they did enough to win the game. So I think the reaction has been over the top. We're, we're talking almost as if they lost the game, Elliot, which they did not do. So one thing I love, among many, about WIP 
is we have something no other outlet has, which is the callers. And listening yesterday, one of my favorite days to listen is the day after games. So listen to what all the callers have to say. I agreed with the callers yesterday. Like, now that I'm removed from it, and I, you're right, when the game first ended on Sunday, I did the Go Birds postgame pod, my initial reaction was, hey, a win's a win's a win. Like, this game is going to count just as much as a win over the Niners or the Bills later on in the year. And as they ultimately fight towards their goal of being the number one seed, this was an important step in that direction. Winning games, you're not supposed to win. But then the further away I get from it, and I, I listen to the callers, and I, I understand kind of the, the panic or the, the disappointment from the performance. Let's look what happened in that game. The Patriots had more yards. They were better on third down. They were better on fourth down. They were better in the red zone. They were better on goal to go. They, they played better than the Eagles did. The Eagles made a big play on defense, right, and Darius Slay, and that was kind of it. Like, outside of that, the Patriots really outplayed the Eagles in that game. And I agree with you that I thought going into it, it was going to be a tougher game. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect the Patriots to outplay the Eagles. I thought the Eagles would win the game. There'd be moments where you go, all right, this is kind of out of character. But what I think is most concerning about that performance is the reason that it was close were things that I think are big picture concerns. Like that game to me was close for a couple reasons. One, sloppy play. All training camp, I saw sloppy play out of this team. The moment that continually sticks in my head is the first day of training camp. Nick Sirianni, uh, it was a drill. He yells at the players. He didn't think they were doing it well. Like sloppy play and penalties are how we're going to lose to bad teams. And it almost happened mm-hmm. week one. Substitution issues, pre snap penalties. The offensive line was bad. I think that's a major topic that is going to become a bigger topic as the year goes on. And the offense. The offense is the heartbeat of the team. This team is going to go as far as the offense goes. And that was one of the worst offensive performances I have seen with Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts. They got one touchdown in 11 possessions. That is absolutely worth not feeling good about despite the fact they got the win. Well, that, you're right about that. It probably was their worst offensive performance since 2021. I, I kind of excuse Week 18 last year because remember Jalen was hurt mm-hmm. and they were just trying to get through the game against the Giants. So if you take that out, it probably was their worst offensive performance since 2021, which is saying something. But but here's why I think we're overreacting. I, I expected this. I mean, I, I really did. And two new coordinators, five new starters on defense. Fletcher Cox a couple weeks ago said he thought it could take the defense four weeks to figure, really to gel together as a, as a new unit. So when I take a step back, they did win the game, which is obviously the objective. Yeah, that's the ultimate positive. It is the ultimate positive. And I expected choppiness. And, Elliot, I, I, part of it is because what you told us all summer, that it was sloppy. So as much as it's frustrating, we're going we're to talk to Nick Sirian about an hour from now, 11.15, he'll be on the show, uh, you know, about some of the sloppiness, about the substitution issues, timeouts, and, and having two new coordinators. I can't lie and tell everyone I'm surprised this happened. I mean, you said it all summer. They look sloppy. So guess what? They were sloppy in game one. Two new coordinators. It didn't look great. And I think we've underestimated how important Shane Steichen was. Now, I'm not saying Brian Johnson can't get there, but I think a little grace period is, was probably necessary. And, and game one against Bill Belichick feels like a spot that's difficult. See, so but, when you add it all together, I'm not surprised the way they played. And they got the win. But, but, to, your, but to your point, like this isn't a one-game thing. This is a six, seven week thing. Like they've had opportunities to not look sloppy. And I know it was raining and you're on the road. Like there are mitigating circumstances. Right. But ultimately, like a substitution issue. There was one play on the special teams. They they're about to it's like fourth and seven. The Patriots are about to punt the ball. Reed Blankenship's running off the field, then he's running back on. They call a timeout. They come back on the field. There's ten men on the field. 
Like, like I understand it's week one and you have new players and stuff. This is supposed to be a Super Bowl caliber team, and they're having substitution issues the first week of the season. And I would also say to to the uh, to the hosts, frankly, not really the callers, because I thought the hosts were the ones saying this mostly. To like, it's only one game. Well, remember the Phillies when they were zero and five, and everyone said, "Give it time, give it time." Like it's only it's baseball; they're starting slow. Well, they're getting like boat raced in the division, and they're going to make the playoffs, but they might not even be the top wild card. So, a team that started the season like the Phillies, where the Phillies we were all thinking could go back to the World Series, could compete for division, they started zero and five, and that's mostly who they've been, that's, well, right? So, the Eagles, we can say one game, but that 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 team that we saw on Sunday is not going to be like a Super Bowl contender if they play like that or anything close to that. And to the Phillies' point, I mean, they were supposed to be better than they were last year, and they're tracking to be basically the same team, right? Yeah. Like upper 80s wins, they'll make the playoffs, and then we'll see what happens. 215-592-9494. But there is one other thing that I think is part of this, Elliot. If it was just the Eagles, like Super Bowl contending team, or supposed to be, right? Like top of the odds to win the Super Bowl. If it was just them that looked bad, I think I'd be more concerned. Like, uh-oh. Look, look at all these other teams. But the bet, Joe Burrow threw for less than 100 yards. Like, I thought Jalen Hurts played poorly on Sunday by his standards. He, he outthrew Burrow by, like, double the yards. Yeah, like, Burrow yeah. was horrendous in his first game. The Chiefs lost at home to a good Lions team, but they lost at home to the Lions. And the Buffalo Bills last night, Josh Allen looks like he, he has no idea what he's doing. I know they went up against a great defense in the Jets, but this happens a lot in week one around the NFL. Now, the Niners avoided that. The Cowboys avoided it. But it does happen a lot in week one. So I understand the it's only one week because that does happen in the NFL. So I think there's some truth to that, but I also think it's a bit of a coping mechanism. Like Might we, be. We, we saw what we saw. Like forget what happened in Cincinnati or last night at MetLife. Like we all saw what the Eagles looked like. And the concerns we talked about throughout the offseason, the coordinators, a lot of people were really upset with Brian Johnson. And I think – by extension, should also be Nick Sirianni on that offensive side of the ball, right? The middle of the field. We talked about how, you know, the linebackers and safeties are a major problem. Well, guess what? Like, the Patriots don't even have good skill position players, and they completely expose the middle of the field. So I think if you're the Bengals, you go, guess what? Joe Burrow's probably not going to throw for 100 yards in every game this year. But I think if, if you're the Eagles, you could look at and go, the problems that were present on Sunday were problems we saw coming and were problems that we thought could be an issue, and then they were. Whereas with the Bengals and these other teams, it was a bit fluky. Now, Josh Allen looks like he's a turnover machine, he so is. that might be a, a long-term issue for them. But I just think like the Chiefs, all right? They, they were missing players. They played a good Lions team. The, the Eagles probably played the worst of all, of all these teams were, that we're talking about. So I do look at the Eagles and go that the problems to me that I, I saw in the win – were more concerning than some of the things that happened in the losses for the other teams. 215-592-9494. That's how you hop in. Elliot in for Hugh on this Tuesday. A lot to discuss here. We start with this. Did we overreact? I mean, have we gone over the top with the negative reaction and really just frustrating reaction to a victory for the Eagles? I think we have. Nothing that happened Sunday really surprised me. I thought they could lose. I thought it'd be close. Again, it was only a three-and-a-half-point spread. I know some people just, like, pretend this stuff doesn't matter, but that game was was supposed to be close even if we didn't want it to be. I'm not surprised. I think we've overreacted. Elliot feels there are real issues there. 215-592-9494. We'll come back. We'll hit all your phone calls, and we'll get to some of our biggest concerns from Sunday. Jaws said something really interesting this morning. It got our attention. We'll hit that next. 215-592-9494 on Sports Radio 94 WIP.